At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. For our listening audience, it's time to do the show. I mean, shoe the dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming on Mixler every Tuesday at noon central or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Oh, I thank you. Oh, yes. That was, uh... Yeah! <laughs> that was like a, uh... It was almost like a circus introduction. Awesome. Children of all ages. I this know. seems like a Ringling Brothers kind of thing. If you want to introduce the show, head to our website, yeah. com, and you'll see this script right there at the top. You just click on it, it'll take you to the page, record it on your smartphone, and send it off to us. Yeah! Another podcast, another day. What's going on? Well, I'm recovering from being insulted by a homeless person. <laughs> really? Okay. Insulted by a homeless person? I'm not really recovering and it wasn't too much of an insult. Did they have like, were they collecting money and you like took some of their money or something? Because no. if so, you deserved whatever insult you got. No. I was at a corner. Okay. Let me clarify. There was traffic. You said corner. I was in, I was in. Not at a coroner. Right, okay, right. Okay, just wanted to, just want to be clear where so we are. I was at an intersection, I should say. Uh-huh. And there was this person with a sign homeless very hungry please help okay so i was like i got five bucks i'm gonna do it cool. i don't always do that but i did right so i reach over and i grab my monies more money fell out of my purse and like 10 bucks fell out i was like you know i'll give him 15 bucks oh wow that's pretty good that's that's very kind right very generous yeah, yeah so yeah. i rolled on my window and i like kind of nodded the guy because he's like looking at me like there's someone doing something different than just ignoring me. Right. So he comes over and as he approaches, I promise this happened. <laughs> as he approaches the window, yeah. he says to me, and I quote, are you sure? I mean, the front of your car is pretty messed up. Don't you want to <laughs> use that money to get your car fixed? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I would have never expected it. Any homeless person that was hungry to he, say that. He basically just said, oh, no, no, that's okay. You need it more. Right? That is basically what he said. And I, I was like, no, man, like, go ahead and take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to assign more value to, you know, human life than my vehicle. Exactly. He says, I'm not trying to scare you or anything, <laughs> but your car is messed up. And I was like, it's okay. I know. 
And I kind of <laughs> like laughed it That's off. Amazing. And he took the money and then he turned around and there was a police officer also at the intersection. So I'm pretty sure that's wow. why he was just like, whoop. And he kind of like skied at it out of there. Also, he just got 15 bucks. So hopefully he go. went to go get some food. Yeah. I, it, it, right. Cause the police are, the police are going to send him away. Right. Cause they try I don't to know. clear the streets of the, how do you feel about that? I don't know. It's about panhandling in general. Well, I've noticed an influx in panhandling, especially where I was like the, the, that intersection, mm-hmm. there seemed to be quite a few people right there anymore. And it hasn't always been that way. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's just, you know, community of people that are trying to kind of survive the hard times. I mean, it, I don't always have cash. I don't always, you know, do that. In fact, I was actually approached in my car, I was sitting in my car in a parking lot mm-hmm. in downtown area. And a lady came up to my car and knocked on my window and it was cold out, you know, and I rolled the window down and she said, you know, <laughs> this was, this is another crazy moment. She's like, um, hey, you know, I was given this gift card and I looked at what she was holding in her hand and she said, I don't want to scare you. I don't want to scare you, which I guess is a thing. (laughs) You know, they just are trying to make sure people They must consider themselves frightening or they must frighten a lot of people. Or maybe that's part of like, they know they can get in trouble if they're harassing someone. Oh, okay, okay. And so anyhow, and and she's like, I I have this card and I looked at it and it's a Chick-fil-A on it. And she said, you know, something about it's, it's by this jeweler's place. I don't know where it is. And I said, oh, are you trying to get to where you can get some food? And she said, what? And I, I'm like, I know where that is. Do you need a ride to go get food? Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 no. I was just going to say, can I give you this gift card and, and, and you give me cash? And I said, I don't have any cash right now. And I didn't. I had, yeah. no, I had no cash. And she's like, oh. And she's like, starts looking around my car. And I have, like, I saved up for a Michael Kors, like, little bag. Uh So it looks like I have tons of money. I don't, you know. Okay, hold on. So most people would assume you had money based on the kind of bag you're you're holding? Yeah, I think so. First of all, I have no idea what Michael Kors even means. It means... Is that a person? Yeah, he's like a designer. He's a designer. Right. And people would look at a handbag. I didn't even know who he was, really, because I found this person. I was like, this is the perfect bag. It's Uh small. It's compact. It has all the zippy compartments that I need, and it's an over-the-shoulder. Like It was everything I wanted, right? So I saved up. I actually found it on a discount site after two years of hunting. I'm like, I this is like... My favorite purse ever. Yeah. And she's kind of like eyeballing it. So I straight open up my purse and unzip my pockets. I was like, I got nothing. She's like, oh, no, I didn't mean you had to show me your purse. <laughs> so you then, were eyeballing it. So then I said, well, do you have some place to sleep tonight? It's going to get cold. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. You know, and I was like, okay, so you're good. You know, she's like, well, how about this? How about you can take me around the corner? There's an ATM and you can get some cash out for me. Wow. I was like. Hello, presumptuous homeless person. <laughs> I have some place to be. <laughs> Not just like, nope, I think you're going to be good. So, I have empathy, but you have found the line at where it ends. I get out of the car. She, she's like walking down the street. I get out of the car and the building I was going into was just right there. Okay. Okay. And she's, she's passing the window and there's like a pizza party going in. It was like a paint party place where you, okay. you go with friends and you all paint the same painting together yeah, at the same when time. When did this become a thing? But it's yes, kind of fun. I, I know what you're talking about. It's kind of fun, right? Yeah, sure. So on one side, there's one party and the other side is where my friends and I are gathering to go do this painting thing. And as she passes the window, she kind of pauses in the window. She's look, looking in and there's a guy, he sees her and he motions for her to come in. And it's clear, list, clear that she's homeless. Like yeah. she has, she's just not, like put together and sure. she's very weather worn you know like mm-hmm. anyway 
So she opens the door and she comes in and she's like, you can tell that she was relieved to be out of the cold. So he comes over and he hands her a plate with like two big slices of pizza on it. Oh, nice. She goes, oh, no, thank you. And then begins to walk around and just investigate the space. You know, like she just wanted to be, I guess she'd already eaten is my assumption because she wasn't interested in Mm Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But I think the guy is kind of like, like, I guess we just assume they always need food. But no, they're more interested in cash and getting out of the cold. Sometimes. Sometimes. I'm sure everybody's different. I, I know. I was just saying and that. I, and say. I always, I like, you wish, you know what you wish? You wish you had the kind of uh, superpower that would allow you to know, like, what somebody needs, right? Like, what their true needs are and where they come from and those kind of things. Because I think it would, it, like, I feel like that would help me assess how I can help, you know right. what I mean? Rather than just taking their word on it or, you know, just handing them dollar bills. I remember when we lived near Chicago, uh, we would go into the city and there's, you know, obviously a homeless population there. And I always remember that whenever we would eat, you know, I would always get, you know, a little bit something extra for the next homeless person I saw and just, mm-hmm. you know, hand it to them or whatever, just because that was my, my thing was, I want to make sure they're fed. You know, right. like I want to make sure that they're they're getting sustenance. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like giving cash is weird, but I don't know. Over the years, I've just stopped questioning it. And if I feel like I'm supposed to, I just do it. And that's when, all you can do, right? Yeah. That's all you can do. And if they ask you to take you to the ATM to get your cash out, <laughs> wow, then you can be like, too far. Okay. Like I'm not. A little too far. I, mean, I offered to take you to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so I, I did offer for you to get in my vehicle. Like right. that was something I. You could drive me about. to your bank. You could just empty out your bank account. I'll take a cashier's check. <laughs> so strange. Are you ready to shoe a dough? Yeah, I'm ready to shoe a dough. All right, excited for today. It is Shoe the Dough, episode 104. Uh, we'll start, of course, with uh, some peruse the news. And then today's episode is an episode of Headline Hoarder. So uh, Danae's going to empty out her vast storage space of weird and strange internet headlines that she must tell us about. Uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, peruse the news. Peruse the news. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time now for Peruse the News. What's going on in the universe? What's going on in your world? What's going on in our world? What's going on in everybody's world? The only way to know is to peruse the news. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. You want to start us off today? Sure. Uh, I think a lot of people are talking about the big storm. Like, as I look through the news, yeah. that's a lot of what I'm seeing is people digging out from the East Coast. So tell me your history. Literally digging out. Yeah. Tell me your history with, like, big snowstorms. Have you ever been in one? Um, I remember uh, it's weird. Because when I was a kid, you know, a big snowstorm is mm-hmm. anything over your head. Right. You know? Which is still, I mean, considering that you're like just a few feet tall, that's still pretty a lot of snow. Anything over my head would still be a big snowstorm today. Yeah, <laughs> considering you're like twelve feet tall. Correct. Um, so I remember there was one. I probably was six or seven. I was little. Uh huh. And I remember that as it warmed up on the inside of the house, the snow separated from. The Ooh, side of the house, right? Yeah, yeah, and kind of created, and it was way over our heads. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it was like five foot, five deep. feet of snow. I'm guessing that is that but is. But that a was like one of the drifts. Sure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It can kind of like pushed up onto the house. I remember part of it was like over part part of the windows at my grandma's house, and I remember being with my cousins and just running through and making like tunnels and stuff. That's the most snow or the tallest snow I can re- I can recollect. I uh, I grew up in Michigan. So 
lots of snowstorms. Pretty much snow is on the ground from the end of November to the beginning of March. I would hate you know, that so there's much. There's just snow on the ground Ugh. and ice in the road. But they know how to take care of the roads there, which is nice. Uh, once I you know, moved to Missouri, uh, the road care is a little bit less. Not because they don't know what they're doing necessarily, just because you don't have to be as prepared. So, you know, there's there's kind of that that situation going on. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I remember, uh, I guess I don't remember cause I don't remember a lot of my childhood for whatever reason, who knows why. Uh, but I do remember seeing pictures of little me, you know, little four or five year old me with the snow twice as high as me, you know, walking down a sidewalk where it had been just like shoveled out. And I just think like, what would that be like to be in like a snow maze basically wherever you walked? I watched a video of, I wish I could remember her name, but she is. 75 and she has lived her entire life in like the tundra it's not called tundra okay but there's like a special word for it in russia okay like the inhibitable parts sure and it was when stalin was like in siberia yeah yeah um before world before world war ii this this guy like christians are being persecuted really badly Mm -hmm. and so he took his wife and their children and they just went into the wilderness and just like set up camp wow and it was an ins- it was an incredible story uh, and she's the last surviving member of the family and has only ever lived in complete isolation living in that kind of in snowy conditions her entire life complete isolation oh. uh-huh i see what uh, i did there it was fascinating to watch yeah i imagine that would be you you'd live with what you know right like you yeah. just adapt to what you know yeah it's and- all she ever knew and it's totally like no technology of any kind so like if her hatchet breaks she's got to figure out what to do to get like it's just crazy to think like that so at least on the east coast they have electricity and yeah it's just a matter of making sure even even on the east coast if your hatchet breaks technology (laughs) is not going to help you (laughs) there's there's not an app for that it's true (laughs) that would be amazing all right what do you got all right because we're not just talking about snow the whole time. <laughs> no, it's the snow show. Shoo the snow. <laughs> uh, I thought it was interesting, you know, Obamacare started. And I have a spouse who has insurance through his job. So uh-huh. I haven't had to deal with this personally. Me too. I'm in the same boat. But apparently this year, the penalties are going from, like, they're going up. Yeah. So if you don't have, so it's like $325 was the average penalty last year for not having mm-hmm. insurance. And this year it's going up to like 600 to $700. Mm-hmm. So the reason that I decided to use this as part of my peruse the news is because the deadline to sign, to up, sign up is coming up. I think it's like on, I think it's this week. Yeah. I so believe I have, it's on, I, th- I think it's on Saturday. I know it's soon. I have health insurance through uh, my wife's employer now as well. But last year I did not. Mm-hmm. And I tried to do the sign up thing or whatever. And it was like yeah. a headache and a mess. Yeah. And they kept like messing stuff up. And then eventually they dropped me <gasps> and I couldn't get back on it. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to? They're like, well, you'll have to wait till next year and pay the penalty for not having health insurance this year. <sighs> and I was awful. like. What? So I will be I will be paying some sort of penalty for not having health insurance. Well, that's year. that's part of what I read is that it comes out of your taxes. Yeah. So, yeah, so as we're preparing our taxes, that will be part of it. I, I don't know how that works. I guess you get something in the mail, but well, I don't know how it works either. But I'm not happy. <laughs> <sighs> so I know that's kind of a downer, 
but I thought it would be good to mention that if you have to have, if you don't have insurance, yeah. you do need to get it because even though it might be super much of a pain in your rear to figure out how to do like a monthly fee, you're going to have to pay a hey, lot in taxes. We talked about steps, this in our gambling so. episode. Any mm-hmm. type of insurance is gambling. And <laughs> as a religious person... I cannot partake in gambling. I so. wonder. I wonder if there is like an opt out, right? Because there is something in here, like if you're a qualified, like there, there was something in here. I remember. I, I can't find well, it right then now. I, t- it's then too I much. take it. I opted out last year. <laughs> like <laughs> so you could, the, that there are some the people that are. I don't remember where. I wonder if it can be like it's against my religion to pay for know. insurance. I don't know, but so. I've got insurance now. I'm covered now. I'm going to the dentist. You this know what week. I feel bad for? <laughs> I feel bad because growing up you know trying to get a handle on getting a job and taking care of myself and then taking care of my own bills and getting a car i never had to think about also having insurance yeah but i think about your son for example with his diabetes mm-hmm. like my oldest. he is always going to have like he's going to have to be an adult on that level all like forever he's always yeah. he's got to have has to think about every time he gets a job like making sure that oh, yeah. he has there is coverage no, there is no question for him right he, because his medical supplies are expensive right and they will be the rest of his life unless there's a cure right that could happen there could be you know they could find a cure diabetes is one of those things that a cure sure. could happen um but or or even technology could do some things that make it a lot easier for him to live the rest of his but life he has to like but well, yeah he'll have to you know pay for that in some way or another. So, yeah. So for him, and I think that's the pre-existing condition thing that's, you mm-hmm. know, in a lot of the health insurance stuff. But Yeah. Um, but yeah. You know who's going to help take care of health insurance, though? Who's that? President Trump. <laughs> that, that's this my is... next peruse the news. All right. The segue is making sense now. Carry <laughs> forth, sir. Um, man, I cannot believe he's still in the lead. I know that's what everybody says. Here's here's the thing. But don't you think... I've been holding my tongue yeah. for a long time. Uh-oh. And... I, I think I'm going to continue for the most part to hold my tongue until the primaries start. If the primaries start and he's winning primaries, I, I will I will get on social media and I will make a stink about it. <laughs> I will say a few things. There will Not be that stinks. I have much of an impact on many people, but people will know that I like the thing I said yesterday that I will continue to repeat is I was pretty sure I would outlive this country. And, and now I'm not so sure. Like I'm not so sure this country will will collapse before I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I cannot believe this. It's just kind of mind blowing. So your peruse the news is a rant about Trump. I'm confused. Yes, because he's all <laughs> over the news. He is. He's leading he is. by a bunch. But don't you think that that's part of? I mean, we've talked about it before. We briefly mentioned it when it started. Both like, ha ha, you know, look at that. Trump's in the lead. How long is that gonna last? Maybe forever. I don't know. It seems a little disappointing to me and, and concerning because I would think like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to talk about politics. <laughs> All right. What's your next one? <laughs> Let's talk about something depressing. Okay. <laughs> so this is something that is coming up in the news. You're probably going to see a lot of it. Uh, Zika or Zika. I think it's what Zika. What is it? I, I really don't know about this. It's a, a mosquito borne virus. Oh, no. And... I do get a little bit creeped out by viruses. Let's have a flashback to the Ebola conversation. Uh And you can go ahead and say this. Go ahead. I told you so. 
Yes, you did. <laughs> you did tell me so. I was freaking out. I was thinking we were all going to die. But do you remember? Didn't I ask you like the percentage chance? Yeah. You thought that like Ebola was seriously going to like, you know, wipe- be a huge outbreak yeah. in the United States. Yeah. And I said 100%. You, well, I think you. I think, I think you, I said 98. I, I think I finally convinced you to say like 95. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, but it's going to happen. Yeah. And I like, was wrong. Nobody else got Ebola. Well, this one, this is a uh, getting a lot of attention because they've just linked this virus to birth defects. Huh. Like it's an so like it's causing birth defects. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's really really bad in Brazil right now. Because for a split second there, I was thinking that that babies born with birth defects were the ones spreading the virus. No, like no, the no. cause and effect went the other way. This is the same uh, type of mosquito that carries like the yellow fever and malaria. I think West Nile. I, I don't think malaria Isn't that is all right. Mosquitoes? Are there no. different mosquitoes that carry different? Yeah. It's a specific ge- like genus of of them. How can we tell them apart? I don't. Well, there's a picture, but they're so small. Like, what do you do? You <laughs> know, you just carry around a magnifying glass. But, but here's here's it's a pandemic is what it's being called. Okay. It's in process. So what's happening is women who are pregnant who get bit by this mosquito, their children are being born with a specific disease called I think microcephaly. Microcephaly, okay. I think. And it's where their heads are small. I was going to so say, it's a brain. small brain. Yeah. what that means. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, and then they have problems and they might have health problems for the rest of their life, including having to have care for the rest of their life. And um, so this is transferring through the amniotic fluid. So what's happening is people who are traveling to Brazil and are pregnant are like, you know, getting like sick. And there's two people in America right now who are being watched, mm. who were bit, who have this. Who are who are pregnant and they're watching their pregnancies really carefully. So if you're not pregnant, does it still do you still get sick? Like otherwise, is it pretty minor? Is it just kind of like there's like symptoms to it? You know, there's symptoms. But right now, the biggest concern is that they noticed a spike. Basically, they noticed a spike in microcephaly that was being reported, mm-hmm. and um, then. Uh, then they linked it together. They finally like made a scientific link. I'm actually looking for like a stat, but the big the big thing is is that if you're pregnant, don't travel. And they have this whole list I of places not to go. Anyway. And they've asked the women in Brazil to stop getting pregnant. Whoa! Yeah, that's how serious Whoa. it is. They're like, please, that's a big deal. Hold off because this is a big this is a big deal. I mean, you can't you. you that's like unenforceable. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't do anything unless about you're that. in China. <laughs> Even then, it's unenforceable. Well, you can try, but it, you can't really do much about it. I wish I could find a stat. It was something really staggering. Like in 2014, there were uh, like 100 and 146 cases, and since November, it's 4,000 cases. Oh wow! So it's like a huge jump. Well, it's almost worse, right? That that there aren't major effects. Unless you're pregnant, because then like you don't know mm-hmm. that that this thing has happened to you or yeah. that, that, you know, you could be having this happen when you're pregnant. Something to note is just there's a lot of data coming out about everything right now, mm-hmm. but you're going to see this in the news. This is absolutely something that everybody's talking about. So it's Z-I-K-A virus. Well, plus, and we talked about this Zika when the, the Ebola Zika. thing happened as well. The news loves to bring up, you know viruses and world ending scenarios we've seen it since the bird flu and you know i mean h1 
N1. N1 or mm-hmm. whatever it was. And there's usually starts off, there's no treatment, there's no vaccination that's available, which is the same case right now. But then the researchers get on it and they do their very, very best. I think, the, like we're saying, the most alarming thing is just... It, but hey, one day, the one that we can't figure out could happen mm-hmm. and it could be, you know, worldwide, you know, epidemic. So just keep... The people of Brazil in mind and anyone traveling in mind, there's a huge swath of land that's got these particular mosquitoes. And mm, Not a fan of mosquitoes. I'm not For either. so many reasons. But you know what it made me think about? That research, there was a study uh, and scientists who the injected. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I wonder if this is linked to that. Like that they, they injected the mosquito population to... Anytime it would breed, breed it would die. and then die. Yeah. And I wonder if they're just evolving you know i don't know and it's weird stuff anyhow super mosquitoes super mosquitoes and instead of sounding like they sound like like that just in case you wondered uh my next one in the big news is the escaped convicts in california i've seen a lot about that the three guys that escaped from the prison uh they cut through iron white uh Iron bars. Steel. Steel bars. Mm-hmm. They went through pipes. They uh, rappelled down four stories. After cutting through razor wire, I think. Like crazy. It, and they're still at large, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't been caught yet. No. There is, and this is awful, but there is part of me when I heard this, I was like, wow, nice job, guys. Like right? you, you look at it and you go, well, that's impressive. So am I, am I allowed to go that's impressive and still know like these are bad people who sh- yes. should be put away? I feel like, I'm the not same. rooting for them. I'm just right. I just look at it and I go, huh, that's like from a movie. It is like from a movie. Yeah. I agree with you. That was my first thought, too. I was like, oh, you're free. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, wait, what am I doing? Wait, do I want them to be guys. free? That's the part that like I felt because we almost talked about this on the radio. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then the more I looked at it, I was like, these guys are scary dangerous. Let's. Let's not talk to the general let's not, public. Let's about. not give a, an ounce of light, yeah. you know, to to possibly honoring them in any way. I think what what strikes me about it is you think in life that every that you have got a, like a permanent situation, right? You don't have a way out. This is this is your life. This is your definition. Right, right, right. But with strong will, ingenuity, and a plan, you can get out of and get through just about anything. Wow. So you just you ju- what you just did was amazing. You you took this this awful situation where these three bad scary men have escaped from prison and applied it to all our lives in a way to say the little engine that could. That's what I'm you saying. You can do it, guys. But that's why I'm relating to it. If these three awful men <laughs> can find their way out of prison, you can find your way out of whatever you're in. I have this Disney filter, uh-huh. right? Where I just kind of like. Whoop, kind of falls over my eyes and I see the world through this, you know, beautiful Midwestern. Twirting, uh, uh, tweeting bluebirds. Yes. And twirting. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what no, twirting is. No, but no. I don't want to see a bird it's who's twirting. It's not a twerking tweet thing. <laughs> yeah, no. no. And I, I look at these guys and I'm like, you know, maybe they're, they escaped because they want to go apologize for their bad deeds. Right. You know, and just, they're just people who made a mistake. You know, I just have I, that thing in my heart, but at uh-huh. the same time, I, I'm not going there. They just, if they were singing Disney songs while they were escaping, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Zippity doo dah. We'll never know. I think it's interesting too to figure out like how they did it, like how much planning went in, because apparently there was a fight breakout. 
yeah, that right delayed. Before, yeah, right before well, check in or something. There was there was check in at night. Then Hold they on. went to escape. Then there was a check in in the morning. This and is- so they check in in the morning was delayed because there was a fight. Oh, I so. thought it was the other way around. I thought it was the check-in in the morning, the check-in at night was delayed because there was a fight. Like, they checked at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. everything was fine, they were there. And then when they checked in Oh, I thought at they escaped night. at night. Okay, either way, right. what is up with two check-ins a day? That seems like way too long to get in, like to get into trouble and do something. From 5 a.m. to 9 p.m.? Yeah, it was something like a, 16 hours Yeah, or something? you could do a lot in 16 hours. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, my last uh, peruse the news is about New York State wanting to replace two bridges, but these bridges are in the Niagara Falls area, so okay. they actually have plans to, no joke, shut down the falls. Just turn off the faucet. Which find, seems fascinating Find the to Niagara me. Falls faucet. It's going to take millions and millions of dollars. Some, they're estimating... 21 to 37 million right wow. i'm thinking no they're gonna go over budget there's well, no course. way of course i'm thinking this is gonna get like they shut it down once before i think i saw in like the 50s uh to study erosion mm. so they were studying like the rocks and stuff at the bottom of the falls and That's how erosion happened um so there are pictures of niagara shut down and it has there is precedent but it's still this like amazing thing where you just like the most famous waterfall in the world. Yeah. Name a more famous waterfall than Niagara Falls. There's only one that comes close. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It'd be Bridal Falls. Considering I can't think of it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Angel Falls. Those are the other two that people talk about because they're so high. Um, but Niagara is just, you know, it's what it's, everybody knows. It's going to take seven years estimate for them to make the plan and get everything ready to go. Uh-huh. And then they're hoping that they would divert the water shut it all down, get in there, fix the bridges, and then get it all back up and running within a year. Oh, which easy. I also think is, but we're, we are have a, we have a lot of technology now. Easy. So. When, when I used to take baths when I was a kid, like you just, you can shut that water down, <laughs> use some of the bath toys, you know, to make a bridge, and you just turn the water back on. Like, uh, I don't know what the big deal is, right? They're saying don't travel, you know, like if you want to see the falls, just make sure you're planning around this. I'm like, what a cool time to go. I was, that's what I was thinking too. Like, how fun would that be? You go see what it looks like yeah. o- only when this amazing thing happens. Like, if, if it's, if it's shut down, I'm assuming that the, um, the hotels and the tourism would kind of slow down a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get a better price because there's no beautiful water. Right. But think about the cool stuff you could like I know. Ah, I think they're totally think mismarketing this. I think by telling people to stay away is a huge mistake. What they should be saying is this is your only chance to see what's underneath the falls. Right? This is your only chance to see it without the water. Come everybody see else Nessie. they just get to see Wait, that no. thing that everybody I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Ha ha ha. what if what if the Lockton sponsor had uh, had you know made a trip? I was just like, I'm so tired of these tourists in Scotland. I'm going to go. I'm going to go chill a, out in the falls. I just need to go in Niagara. Nobody's going to know I'm there. And then they turn off the falls and Nessie's just back there with her shower shower cap on. She's just like, no. oh, hey, guys. Oh, no. That would be amazing. It would be amazing. All right. Well, that is Peruse the News. And that has been Peruse the News. We've got something exciting coming up we want to let you know about. What's that, Aaron? Uh, we've got... <laughs> was that good? That was really good. I was trying. 
Bring a friend to chat day. We are going to try to double our chat on February 16th. So 2 16 Yeah. If you want to invite someone to come to chat, we would highly recommend it because we are going to have a giveaway for those who are in the we chat are. that day. But only if you bring a friend. That's right. So this is hopefully going to help people to be able to come and experience a live moment. It is at noon, so hopefully they have a lunch break or maybe they start their work day late. And we will continue to do fun things like this. Um, but only if he shows up. So I have to tell you, uh, if you are somebody who is listening to the podcast feed of this, you may be going, what do you mean chat? This is We actually record this podcast live. There are no edits. Every Tuesday, we record it live. We crazy. Um, well, if you're listening on the, on the podcast feed, you are hearing what might be a slightly edited version. But if you listen live... Who knows what's going to happen? Actually, during the recording of one of them recently, we're like, all right, hold up. <laughs> we got to fix something. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so you can tune in live. And when you tune in live on Mixler, which is Mixler.com slash Shoe the Dough, uh, there are other people listening live. And there's a chat that happens, a chat about, you know, what's going on. We're there in the chat. Sometimes we'll respond back if we can, you know, pull ourselves away from the microphones long enough. So, yeah, so that's what's happening. And then on February 16th, Bring a friend to chat or come to chat for the first time yourself. Bring yourself to chat. Ooh, that also counts as the prize. I like that. Uh, if you're brand new to coming in and hearing the live show. So 2-16-16, mark your calendar. Tell a friend. Make sure that they know how to get to us. We mm-hmm. will post links, as always, in our various socials, medias, places. Is Three weeks? Yeah. Three weeks from today. Bring a friend to chat. So we'll be excited to see you there. All right, time for the segment today, which, as mentioned, is Headline Hoarder. <laughs> Our very own Danae Hughes looks all across the internet. I have a problem. Through her Reddit feeds, through her imager feeds, through her RSS feeds. So many of the feeds. Her Feedly feeds. And I, I save all these headlines, and I feel like I can't let them go until I talk about them. So I'm, I'm for one, I'm thankful for this. Oh, I hope this you is, guys are, too. No, 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 guys. Guys, listen. This is not just a segment. This is psychological help for Danae. Yeah. <laughs> without this, without this, she would be dealing with a hoarding problem and be dealing yeah. with some very serious consequences. So thank you for being part of her um, her healing through this process. I wish I could tell how many headlines I have saved well, in, I know in my in my feed, but the, it's it's in the thousands. The last few peruse the news, mm-hmm. we have ended, and you've been like, I want to do more. I've I got know. too many. I know. So I know you're ready. I know you're bursting. So go ahead, Danae. What have you been hoarding? Well, uh, 14 days ago, I saved this one. You can now pay to have someone call your friend as a turtle. <laughs> I thought this was interesting. What does that even mean to pay to call your friend a turtle? Uh, it's the work of a comedian, uh, Brian Spaeth. Okay. You can pay for a deep voice man to call your friends. No. Relatives, enemies, whoever you want. And pretend to be a turtle for only two bucks. And they'll leave a message if they don't click up. For 10, he'll try three times before leaving a message. And for 20, you can schedule a time for the call to take place. It's uh, it's all meant to be in good fun. But I, I kind of want to know. Is this something we could incorporate into our Patreon? <gasps> <laughs> this is a fantastic idea. I'm just saying, we. I mean, we don't have to do a turtle, but there's certainly, you know. Like a one-time. We could like, have Tassie Tab come in and make some phone calls. We could have Walter, Walter come in and make some phone calls. Hello. 
Walter! Hello! I didn't even know you were here. I didn't see you sneak in. <laughs> That'd be fun. I would so How's do Martha? that. <laughs> really? Very good. Oh, uh, no. Um, that, that really is. The way people make money, like the ingenuitive things they'll think of to just make a few bucks. Yeah. I, I think it's great. It's it genius. is great. A turtle. Why a turtle? Amazing. I don't know. Why Walter? Mm-hmm. What does a turtle sound like? A deep voiced something. Okay. So you do you do a turtle. So if you were calling somebody as a turtle. Okay. I'll be the person you're calling. So you, you can. Hello, this is Aaron. Hello. Uh, yes, this is Aaron. Who's this? Is this Aaron? Just said this was Aaron. Uh, who who am I speaking with? Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Who is this? Yes. Okay, I'm going to hang up on you unless you tell me who this is. See, that's how I would do it. I would Click. just be real slow. Yeah. yeah. That's well worth the $10. <laughs> well worth it. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Texas eighth grade uh, guy is suspended for rescuing his classmate while she had an asthma attack. Wow. So I watched this video. I was really interested in this story. Apparently, this kid got in trouble for dropping the F-bomb during this thing. Okay. But there was a girl in class. She was having an asthma attack. It was getting worse and worse and worse. The teacher said, I'll send an email to the nurse. And so she sent an email, which apparently is a thing now. This makes me feel old because I'm like... The teacher sends an email to the nurse? Yeah. Like an when email. Her, when a child in her class is having an asthma attack? Yes. Okay. So Progressively then worse. the girl falls out of her chair onto the floor and is having a hard time breathing. So this kid says... F the email. She needs help. <laughs> Picks her up off the floor and helps her down the hallway to, to the nurse's station. Well, yeah. And he is suspended now for that. I don't understand. Isn't that infuriating? I don't get it. Like, I feel like he should be thanked. And I feel like the teacher should get in trouble. But that's just, you know. Well, she was following protocol, I imagine. I imagine she was. How and- does that look? How does that work? Like. Somebody is dealing with a medical issue in your class and you're like, hold on just a second. Hold on. I just need to hold on. I just need to need to type an email here. Clickety, clickety, clickety. Dear nurse. I know. I see you over there. Dear nurse. Right. Doesn't I it have just seem- a student. What were you dealing with again? Asthma. She can't asthma. hardly speak. A-T-A- oh. Oh, how do you spell asthma? All right. Let me open a you're, new tab. You're infuriating me, Aaron. Let me open Aaron. a new tab here. Aaron. And A-S- Oh, asthma. I'm just saying, like, to, to do an email? That's ridiculous. Well, and then wait for a response. So it's not like, you know, I'm following protocol. Here's an email. Okay, mm-hmm. let's get you out of the nurse. I don't know. I just feel like there's probably a lot of rules in this educational system mm-hmm. that are handcuffing people from making logical decisions. Sure. I don't know. That one was really frustrating to me, and I kept it because I needed to get that off my chest. So there's also this thing of that now I always I try to it. do with stories, mm-hmm. which is wasn't there can't fully judge like right you know like there's always this thing where you don't know the attitude of either the the asthma person dealing with asthma or the person that helped them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe he was suspended for because you already said he dropped an f-bomb like he maybe did. maybe he was so upset that he didn't handle it in a way that was appropriate even right. though he was doing something we appreciate you know what i'm saying so like i always have this thing where like wasn't there won't fully judge you know but at the same time, come on, somebody's dealing with a medical issue. You do whatever it takes to get get them help, I think. I agree. But you, you've also heard stories of like break-ins where the robber 
will sue the homeowner because they tried to help save their life. Like if, like I heard one of where a guy went through oh, a window and he got cut up, and, and he the, sues the homeowner, and he sued the homeowner, and then, yeah, for trying to save his life in one. <sighs> and it's just like, do we live in a world where we just we can't help people because you know we never know what we're going to be? You get in trouble for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And at the end of the day, I, I don't want to live in that world. I don't either. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to help people, and then I'll just take the consequences. You know. You so. just wait for your your Lord and Savior to judge you someday. That's right. That's right. I know who the final judge is. I saved this one for you. Oh, thank you. 40 things turning 40 in 2016. Oh, nice. Because I thought about you. I already turned 40. I know. In 2015. I know. Okay. But I'm just saying, you're, you're the 40-year-old so that I know. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you're the one who made it to 40 that I know. <laughs> All right. What else is turning 40 in 2016? Uh, Who's joining me? I guess Apple Computer. Okay. Okay. Uh, the first platinum record. Okay. Alicia Silverstone, Reese Witherspoon, and Rashida Jones. A lot of lot of good company there. Mm-hmm. Leo is also right around forty. Weird Al's first airplay. <laughs> nice. The bicentennial quarter. Okay. Cool. Cool. The cool. re-release of the two dollar bill. The two dollar bill's coming back. Way to bury the lead. That's amazing. That's really exciting. I don't know. And today's like, wait, $2 bill? I just save them. Uh-huh. Two do- the you Blues save- Brothers. You save $2 bills? I do have a $2 bill. Cool. I also have one saved here somewhere where someone tried to pay with a $2 bill at like a store, like a Walmart or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the lady wouldn't take it and called the police on him because <laughs> she said it was counterfeit. Why would you counterfeit a non-existing currency? Like if they thought it wasn't real, like why would like why would you counterfeit like a you know an eighty-three dollar bill or something? I don't know because that would be silly. That's funny. Next one says this. Ready? Yeah, ready for the next one. Hey, maybe don't try to kiss a wild bird of prey on the mouth. That's a good idea. Here, here's this trending thing that continues to happen in all of these things I look at, which is people decide that they're going to take pictures. With wild animals. Yeah. So this person decided to like approach a bird and try to kiss it on its beak. Yeah. And well, the bird, it didn't kiss back, but it definitely took a bite. Ouch. And chunk. You know who I, oh. Out of. Why? Out of the lip. Ugh. It's just. You know like, who I blame? I blame. Disney. <laughs> I blame Disney. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good, that's a good one. No, I blame all those animals the photobombing animals because people see these pictures of like a camel that photobombs and it's got oh, this big right. grin or the yeah. cow that photobombs with a big smile. And they're like, I got to get these like, close up pictures with animals. Oh, look, they're so cute and it's funny. A small Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> look at that Panda play in the snow. I bet they're safe to just go up and hug. No, no. Yeah. Doesn't work that way. Cops step into a, he, a cop steps in to sing the national anthem when the performer can't make it. He slays it. All in uniform. I saw this. So I thought that was really cool. It's something you can definitely check out. Apparently did a really good job. Contestant on The Voice, right? Yeah. he Well, the American Idol. I think he had uh, tried to compete on American Idol and the Bob Higgins show, Huggins show. And um, anyhow, he was apparently there and the person canceled. So he stepped up and and slayed it. And everyone was just like, that's amazing. it It is on my bucket list to sing the national anthem at a professional sports game. I would love to do that solo. I've actually done it in a choir before. Mm-hmm. I sang at a professional basketball game and the choir was in in college. 
but I would love to do the national anthem solo. So, like, should I just like hang around sporting events in case somebody cancels? In uniform. In <laughs> policeman's uniform. Yes, you have to be in uniform. Even though I'm not a policeman. Oh, that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> I've heard impersonating an officer can be a bad thing. Yeah, it's not good. I could just finish the song while they're dragging me out in handcuffs. <laughs> be amazing. You would go viral. That's true. And really, at the end of the day, that's all we want, right? In life, we just need to go viral. Here's something very exciting and also sad at the same time. Uh, there is going to be a reboot of Labyrinth. Okay. David Bowie was the Goblin King. Right, right. So I'm excited about it because it's getting attention. So I think it's legit this time. There has been fan funded or fan, you know, fueled rumors about Labyrinth having a reboot of some kind. So I don't know if it's like a reboot and they're going to redo the story or if it's going to be a, another one, like a prequel or a sequel. I have no idea. Sure. But it looks like it's legit. And what makes me sad about it is obviously that David Bowie has passed and will not be involved. Also, so, also, isn't it sad because it's obviously like a cash grab after his death? That was the other thing that was frustrating to me is why is this just now happening? There's a because lot of fans and now it's like... Uh, I mean, I guess you could say, well, they didn't realize how popular he was until he died. And so, how could you not know how popular David Bowie is? I don't know. Oh, it's that's I don't know. That's infuriating. No, I I, I think the cash grab thing is just something. Yeah. we'll just have to live with because I, I, it's just people will make money off of our goodwill. Yeah, you know? that's true. So, and and like you said, you're excited for it. So I guess you can't be too angry because you're excited to see it. I am excited to see it. I loved the story. It'll be interesting. I want to go back into that world. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the fun thing, right? But then at the same time, maybe we should just leave it alone and let it be what it is. After yeah. he passed away, I was like, okay, well, there it is. There's not going to be another one. And then they're like, oh, reboot. So like, I have mixed feelings on it. Sure. So. You, you, ready, you ready to like dislike me or possibly even hate me? I don't think I've ever seen Labyrinth all the way through from from front to back. Why would you think I would hate you for that? I don't know. Because you love it so much. Um, yeah, but I'm the person that never sees movies. <laughs> that's true. I, I can't never mind. do that to someone. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I would. I wonder what you would think of it. I wonder if I mean, we should seen... do it as a segment where we watch it, uh, maybe for Stiff Pop Podcast. Could be. Could be possible. I, I've seen pieces of it like i've seen you know probably all of it in bits and pieces just when it's you know been here or there and in culture but i don't think i've ever sat down and watched it i remember when i was a kid and it came out and i remember a lot of my friends talking about it and then seeing it like at my grandparents house they had it on or something and i was just like nah this doesn't interest me and i just i didn't stick with it but i you know i'd be curious to see what i thought about it now if i could make my way through the labyrinth wasn't there like a like a like a orb? And he played yeah. with like an orb, like yeah. He had multiple of them. Yeah. And he would swing them around in his hand. Interesting, I do that. interesting note that wasn't David Bowie's hand. He couldn't do it himself. They had someone who was really you know good at that. Orbtastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he had his arm behind his back, and then the other guy was standing right in behind him <laughs> and had his arm. In front. Like the like the improv skit, yeah, where you have you use somebody there's, else's hands. There's a famous uh, there's That's a famous amazing. scene where he's sitting in a window cell, mm-hmm. and he and he has his hand up, and he's you know mm-hmm. balancing all these orbs, and he just takes one, and then he just like blows it like a bubble, and it uh-huh. floats away. Yeah, so that's not his hand. Wow. Yeah. All right, bring in the hand guy. <laughs> right. Bring in the orb, the orb juggler. Mm-hmm. Amazing. What else you got? Emotional video captures teen waking from a heart transplant surgery. Did you see this? 
No. So this is really interesting. I have woken up from surgery before and been in excruciating pain and then immediately had to be put back under because I was in too much pain. Okay. When you wake up from surgery, it's disorienting and strange and weird. I imagine. I've never had any surgery, so. This kid who's 15, his name is Trevor, Trevor Sullivan. He had been waiting for a heart transplant for a while. He was having like cold symptoms and Mm -hmm. he went to the doctor. They found out he had a really old heart. Like his heart was, had aged and it was beating like way too fast. Um, so he was in bad shape and so he went on the heart transplant list and they didn't know how long it was going to take and they waited nine months for, um, a heart to become available, which is its own tragedy. He doesn't know anything about the donor, but anyhow, so he wakes up from the surgery and he is totally emotional and from joy. And so his parents happened to be videoing when he woke up. And so his first words are, I'm so happy. I've been waiting so long. I can breathe again. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, oh, what is this kid going to do with his life? You know, yeah. for that first moment, whenever you open your eyes to be like, uh-huh. not thinking about the pain or anything, but just to be thinking like, okay, now I'm really here. I can breathe again. Like, yeah. oh, I just thought that was really powerful. It is obviously really, your eyes are like glassy. Like Shut there's up. like, there's like tears Shut like, up. getting ready to escape. Like the corners of your Stop eyes. Stop it. That's not, that's not true. <laughs> Don't fear your emotion today. Embrace it. Moving embrace on. Embrace it like you would embrace a new heart. Listen. Show joy at those tears that have made their way to the corners of your eyes. Nope. <laughs> the answer is nope. That is really incredible. Isn't that incredible? And I love, I, I just, there is something about how attitude changes everything, right? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's a great example of that. What else you got? Oh, more. There's so much more. Aaron. I know. You said there was so much. We still got time. <laughs> Well, I thought this was interesting, um, kind of ties into how this show is made possible. We we have, um, we use Patreon mm-hmm. as a fan funding option for us. So it's like Kickstarter, but it's like a monthly support. We talk about it pretty much every episode just to make sure that you guys know that we appreciate your support and if you've considered giving. But I read an article that Patreon is gaining 30 million Series B funding Ooh. to support its growth. I love how I just pretended I knew what that meant. I have no idea what well, that it, meant. There's means. different kinds of funding. Ooh, and... Series B. <laughs> well, good for them. So it's kind of cool. It's like when a really cool project gets attention and then it gets good funding. Mm-hmm. So this seems to be that. So I'm curious how that will sort of shift and change and, and potentially influence Look, how we... It is It is not just the future of how uh, entertainment will be supported. It is the now of how entertainment is being supported with as many... Things that are out there, whether it be video content, audio content, whatever, um, this is the way fans go, okay, this is something I want to live and breathe, you know? And it's not because somebody is willing to write a check for a million dollars and produce it. It's because, you know, a hundred fans say, yep. I can give $3 Here's a, a month Here's yep. yeah, yeah. And, and support you guys in doing this. And we know that firsthand, yeah. you know, that's how we do this podcast is through Patreon. So I, yeah, I think that's... Anytime stuff like that is emphasized, that's great. Um, right, I think right now, I I think there's an understanding of you know the cut that these people uh, take, just like you know eBay would take a cut for making a transaction mm-hmm. or whatever. Right, I have right. no problem with that. I think that's part of the. It's the part way of how that, it works. Yeah, that's the part of the business, the way that that it maintains. So yeah, I I root for these companies to do well. Well, I was excited to read that one. Yeah, for sure. 
I have a couple more here. I you so you say this one's from this one's from December, mid December. <laughs> I decided I was like I'm gonna go as far back into my archives We're as I can here at the moment. Way back to so, the year. 2015. I'm super That's curious how far back we're going. If there's been any developments on this one. But this is the title. Okay. More than 3,000 Washington prisoners are let out early due to error. Okay. So we're talking about this you know, prisoners that broke out, but they had like a glitch in their computer and they had put in the wrong calculation for like good behavior. And <laughs> <laughs> they just let like it just re- it calculated to where Can like you tell all me these that number again. How many? Three thousand. Three thousand prisoners <laughs> were released <laughs> early. Yeah. How early? Um. Like a day early. No. A month early. No. Like ten years early. <laughs> at the time this was released, only five people had already been returned to prison. The rest of them, I think they're probably just going to, I guess this started like the clerical error started years ago and they're yeah. just now realizing. So it's not like there was like the doors open and 3000 people walked out. Right. It wasn't no, like that. I'm imagining like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm imagining like the prison guard comes in and he's like, well, uh, hey Frank, uh, uh, I want to let you know, I know you've been convicted for, you know, three life sentences, <laughs> you know, for what you did, uh, but I'm reading here. And it, it looks like you're out today. So congratulations. If, congratulations. Right. You grab your stuff. Uh, you know, maybe make one last visit to the commissary. Uh, and we'll, we'll get you, we'll get you out of here and get you on your way. And no man. Congrats. No man. Run. <laughs> run while you still can. <laughs> how, how does that even happen? I don't Amazing. know. I do find it. I do find it fascinating though, because I guess they, they found the clerical error and then they started doing like digging into it. And then they realized how long it had been happening and. <gasps> So it's been happening a while. Yeah, I think it started like in 2012. Somebody just put like a bad formula in the yeah, programming. I think so. I think that's what it was. And they said that the was supposed to be cor- supposed this to be corrected. This is making sense. This is making more sense now. Supposed to be corrected in January, which we're in January now. So you do realize I'm I'm picturing 3,000 prisoners leaving the same day. That's like, what I was saying. Just like, a second ago, it wasn't like that. It's like the <laughs> light went green. And okay, guys. Everybody no, out. I think that would have been more obvious that there was a problem. That's still amazing. Isn't it incredible? I wonder how many of them knew. Like, I don't know. Like, they're getting out going, I don't think this is right, but... So, I, uh, when when I had a house guest, and she loved watching Orange is the New Black, and mm-hmm. so I got kind of sucked in and started I thought you watching were going to compare your house to prison for your house guest no, there for a second. No, no. But there were episodes, there was a couple episodes where things like this happened. There was a like, clerical error, mm-hmm. and somebody got out of prison... Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't say anything. You just go. You <laughs> <laughs> just like, like here is my out and I'm gone. <laughs> I would say something. That's the kind you of kid I was. Not. That is the kind of person I was I am and was as a kid. Like, no. My mom tells stories. She may have said this on the podcast oh, when they were on no. the podcast. You remember this? I was the one who would come to her and be like, Here's what I did. I need a spanking. <laughs> no. Like, no. Yep. So I would be the prisoner that would ruin it for everybody. Everybody would hate me. I'd be like, guys, is there an error? Because really, I'm not supposed to be out for another year. <sighs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> no. Because I'm pretty sure that most people in prison think that they deserve to have either no time or less time. I don't know. Not me. I, I, mean, I want to do, not, I'm I not do most my people, time. I don't know. I want to do my time. I have one more. All right. Here it is. Luke Skywalker's Star Wars blaster is up for auction. Like the real thing, and this is actually now we're back in we're back. In, oh, thank we're you. Not in, we're not in the past now. It is up for auction. It's supposed to hit the auction block on Thursday. Wow! So 
Like from the original movies? Uh, yeah. Or from episode seven? From the new one or from the original ones? This the is a DL big difference. The 44 Blaster. Fe- I don't. Featured in the 1980 epic Empire Strikes Back. There you go. Wow. Starting minimum bid is $200,000. Yeah. So it's a prop gun. It's in good condition. It does show some signs of wear, including one glued section. It's constructed from silver brown and gray colored fiberglass and includes an original flash suppressor and scope. Well, of course it shows some signs of wear. Right. They had to transport it through time and space to get it to you. That's amazing. So it's like the little gun he shoots. Listen, this gun was from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The transportation costs alone to get it to this galaxy were huge, right? Plus it had to survive from a long time ago. Do you want to know how much Princess Leia's gold bikini was um, auctioned for from Return of the Jedi in 2015 last year? Well, yes. Yes, I do. $96,000. That's all? I know, right? That's what I thought. I wonder if it sold now, if it would be more because $96,000 is all? That's it, guys. It seems to me like you could go buy a gold bikini at the store for (laughs) $96,000. Like, I don't Uh, think, like, the fact that it was actually in the movie should make it worth more than that. That's a gold bikini. It's not really. Also, that's not a lot of material. Not so really gold, Aaron. Not really gold. <laughs> what? Don't ruin my <laughs> ideas. Because that was my concern when I saw that movie. Like, is that real gold? <laughs> is that real gold on that bikini? That's what I was thinking about as I watched the film. What prop would you want from any movie you could have? Ooh. Yeah. That's an interesting question. Like, think of the movies you love. Like, what, like, oh, this was in that movie and I would want to have it in my home. Okay. I would want to own it. Would you want David Bowie's orbs? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, because they weren't like they weren't really his, Aaron. They were somebody else's. No. It was the no. floating hand. We're done. <laughs> we're done. That is it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to move on as no, if I'm not. Move on. I'm, I'm trying to move no, on. No, yep, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Wow, I think I think in that movie we we all um, saw David Bowie's orbs. Aaron, those... we're trying to move on. I'm trying to think about movies that mean something to me, and you're not helping. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Shoe the Dough, oh, live mercy. every Tuesday at noon Central, streaming from Mixler, M I X L R slash Shoe the Dough. You're welcome to join us in the chat anytime. We're happy to chat along with you, and we appreciate all your comments during the show today. I, I think my face is actually red. It like, is. I think it's like beet red right now. It really is. You can find out more about Aaron and Danae at AaronandDanae.com. And a huge thanks to uh, Proxy McNotreal for doing today's intro. That was who did the intro today, at least according to the email. And uh, Chris Tilly for composing the intro music. And, of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the Shoe the Dough Network possible. Support does start at a buck a month and comes with some fun perks. Uh, find out more at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. Also, if you know of a podcast or have a podcast idea that you'd like to see on the network, you can let us know. All feedback is welcome at AaronandDanae at gmail.com. I think I, I think I know what I think I know what I would get. Okay, what would you get? Um... Either Galadriel's ring or Arwen's ring mm. from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, good choice. Something from Lord of the Rings, and I want to thank my mother in the yeah. chat for bringing that up because that, yeah, that would, that's what it would be. That that's a great choice. I would also get something from Lord of the Rings, probably a sword or something like Aragorn's sword. Yeah, or or Legolas's bow. 
Yeah, or Gimli's axe. <laughs> and my axe! At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.